Yo, 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 what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Fruit of the Bone Podcast. This is your boy, JBJR, in the building on another beautiful Sunday afternoon, uh, just doing some recording, some podcasting, doing this COVID pandemic, man, doing, doing my best to stay productive, man, and uh, staying sane and staying positive about everything. So I definitely hope everyone's doing the same out there, man, you know, these troubling times, man. So uh, remember to catch me on all forms of so, uh, social media, which is at Fruit Boom Pod, which is F R U I T B O O M P O D. And also just catch us on every major podcast, uh, yeah, major podcast platform. Uh, just know on uh, Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, you name it, it's out there. So make sure you just catch us out there. And we're um, going back to Monday releases. So make sure you catch us out there. But right now, I'm going to go ahead and uh, introduce our next guest for the podcast. And I uh, got my man here. Uh, Got my man from up north, straight from Wisconsin, man. Uh, Chicago. My man, Chicago. I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. My man from Chicago. My man from Chicago, man. He uh been doing some great shit, man. My man that came down to Fresh Produce in person and online and won the championship, like the final championships for both of them. And my man, so man is fantastic, and his beats are insane. Like for real, for real. So I definitely want to go ahead and get my man on, let him tell his stories and let you hear his um, greatness, man. So give all praise and welcome to my man, Skateboard Prodigy. What's up, brother? Hey, man. What's going on, man? I appreciate the love, man. How you doing, man? How you feeling? Oh, man. Like I said, staying busy, brother. Staying busy, man. For real, for real. Like, just doing my best to stay busy, dog. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. Glad 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 that you wanted me on the show. Glad to be here. Oh, absolutely, man. Oh, absolutely, bro. I definitely wanted you to go ahead and get your stories out there, man. So uh, before we start, I just want to let everyone know what the podcast is about before we uh, just, if you're brand new listening. Um, basically, this is just about producers, DJs, engineers, basically the people that's behind the scenes that make your favorite artists and bands pop. So, you know, producer, of course, makes them the actual music. The engineer records the vocals and makes them everything cohesively sound great together. And the DJ go ahead and plays the music and make sure he gets it known to the masses. And it's a lot of artists and a lot of band podcasts out there, which is awesome. But we need we want to get some behind the scenes by these people because they matter just as much as the artists and bands do. So that's what we want to go ahead and do, give them their shine. So I want to go ahead and give my man his space and opportunity to go ahead and tell the stories and just let you know about him. You know what I'm saying? So about to get started with this one question, which I start out, which is how did you get started in music production? Uh, so, you know, I kind of like always kind of been around music. So like I started like musically uh in the church i was like in in, in the uh the youth choir and church okay um and so i kind of just progressed from there I, I from there i i learned how to play trumpet i was i was in a band i was like in concert band then it progressed to um then it progressed to marching band um and then i also did orchestra too um and i kind of just like that kind of shaped, I guess that you can kind of say that kind of shaped my current sound. Um, but between that, um, I also, my sister also had a piano. So I wanted to learn how to play piano too. So 
I think I got one Christmas I got a keyboard, so I, I learned how to play um, kind of on my own uh, piano. Um, how did I get into musical production though? Um, my sister, which is like, I, I would have to say she is, she's the main reason why I'm, I'm, I'm doing this because if it wasn't for her, I, don't, I probably don't know what path I'm on right now, but um, one day she just decided just to buy all this uh, recording equipment and uh, she bought like an interface, she bought like a mic and stuff like that. And so the, like there was like software that came with it and with it came, I think it was like maybe like Fuji's three or four at the time. Uh, we didn't really know what it was. And so, um, you know, I just started playing around with it. And I just I can just remember like the first beat I made. I was like, this isn't really good, but I can see how somebody could probably make something out of this. So I'm just keep working with it. And then my sister saw the same thing. And then so she was just like, Well, I tell you what, you can just have a computer, you can, you know, you can take it and see what you can do with it. And I this was probably like 14. So it's probably like 15 years ago. So, um, and so like from there, I just kept playing, you know, I just kept messing with it, kept playing with it until like I could come up with something that was like actually pretty good. And then from there, I just, I kept going. I, uh, I was also like taking like classes for like musical production, like in between like high school classes and stuff. And that's why I found out about Reason. So I started working at Reason. And, you know, just from there, it just came, it just regressed. And, um, you know, now, you know, I'm at the point where I'm at now. But, yeah, that, that's kind of just my, my whole introduction to, to music. Hey, that's what's up, man. So shout out to Sis, man, for real. Shout out to you, bro. <laughs> for, for real, real for real. Yeah, man. That's what's up, man. That you know, like like I've said in a previous show, man. I like, you know, if you came up in, the, I, feel, I feel like honestly, and it's just my personal opinion. You know, uh -huh. It's my personal opinion, but you know, I feel like if you came up in a black church, I think you nine times out of ten going to be dope in music production. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Nine, nine times out of ten, you pretty yeah. much will like, especially if you musically inclined, it just yeah. comes naturally. And everyone that I yeah. know personally, you no, know, your, yourself included, you know proves that to be facts. So it's just like, well, <laughs> I just believe, and, and maybe this is just me, but like, I believe because I feel like that's where our roots are like rooted from. Like, I feel like early on, you know how people try to, you know, people try to talk about religion in, in our, in our early, um, our earliest engagement into Christianity uh, through the, you know, through through the slave trade and, and, and slavery and things of that nature. But I feel like that's where a lot of our, I feel like a, a lot of that same feeling is still there today. And so, um, you know, I, just all types of genres of music was created just from that instance of slavery. Uh, I just feel like. God, you know, well, at the time, you know, it was just us expressing ourselves with so many genres, gospel, R&B, blues, jazz, all of that der derived from um, just that that early instance of Negro spiritual hymns. So that's just my take on it. But uh, my theory on, on why 
people that you know are are involved musically in church kind of you know have the whole musical production thing now i believe that's my theory but oh no bro no that actually to me that makes total sense i mean it, i mean it makes sense to me for real for real so I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean we had we we had to find ways our ancestors had to find ways to you know, get through the trouble times and creativity was definitely one of the ways. You know what right. I'm saying? And so, now, now you, now that's true. That's real. That's that's real, man. So uh, now, just to kind of move on in this subject, because now uh, since we just going into uh, music production, so what do you use as of right now for your music production? Are you a hardware or software person or both? Uh, you know, I, I want to be one of those type of producers that can that want that can use anything. Um. But you also have to have the money to, to buy all this hardware. And so, so mm-hmm. um, I, but I also believe, and it's not what you have, is knowing how to get the most out of what you have. Um, and so, and so right now, um, I'm working just basically off my, my Mac, my MacBook FL20. And then I got this little 40 controller right here. Honestly, that, that's really all you need to be honest um you know you could get your your your, your virtual instruments and whatnot but that's that's all really what I'm, I'm working with right now we'll like to like try to explore and get like other types of hardware where like npcs machines and things of that nature but you know mm-hmm. um, no, no. I mean, hey, bro. I mean, it's the it's the man, not the machine. The way I see yeah. it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, people think it's always the machine. But I'm like, nah, it's the man behind the machine. So, I mean, yeah. So it, it comes. So if you can make some shit pop with FL, Reason, Logic, uh, GarageBand, uh, machine, pots and pans, nigga. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you can make the shit work, you can make the shit work, man. Right. I mean, this is how I do. But yeah, man. So uh, now, since you know we going to uh, music production things of that nature, man. So uh, tell me how you got started with uh, getting into beat battles, man. Because from what I understand, you know, and uh, I just went ahead and interviewed Ronnie Beats, and uh, shout out to him, man. And know uh, he yeah. definitely spoke highly of me. Definitely spoke highly. Of me. Yeah. And uh, so take us back to like um, like your roots in beat battling, leading up to like how you went to uh, how you came to uh, St. Louis Fresh Produce and even after if you did stuff after this like okay. just sounds like your experience with beef battling in general okay so first and foremost shout out to, to my dude Ronnie that's good good dude good brother met him um met him through the the Remy Martin um producer series so that was kind of like my first introduction to to like production competitions um this was about 20 2017 so about three years ago um and so i um you know just around this time like i was just working just like a little clinical job but it was like uh, i didn't really want to be here but you know bills still got to be paid so i was you know in the process of trying to figure out ways to like kind of just put myself out there to, to meet people, you know, to meet the right people to um, get exposure or whatnot. Um, and then I found out about the Remy Martin producer series right at the deadline of the, the season, because I believe I was in season five. It was either season five or... It was either season four or season three. I think I found about it on at the end of season three. So I was kind of too late for it. 
Um, so when it came back around for season four, you know, I, I entered. So I just kept entering every city that they had one for. Um, I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I moved here to Chicago about five years ago. Um, you know, I just wanted to do something different, um, you know, to just kind of, because even though I love my hometown, I just knew that I just wasn't going to be able to, to grow if I stayed there. So I came here to Chicago, you know, just with the plan to try to, you know, expand my brand and to, to, to network because it's, it's, it's a nice little hub here. Um, no doubt, but yeah, but like I said, I was here and I was just applying to all of the, the competitions. So every city that they had in the Midwest. And so I ended up getting picked for the one that they had back home in Cleveland. So, um, went home, won that one. And so then I went to the semifinal round, which was in Chicago. Um, and then I ended up winning that one. And then I got to the, the finale round in Las Vegas. Didn't end up winning, but it was just a good experience nonetheless to just meet, um, you know, various people network and, and whatnot. So from that, um, at a time where I probably should have probably rode the momentum, fell on some hard times. And so I probably didn't enter another beat battle till 2019. Okay. Um, and so uh, I I entered the beat bat uh, the battle of the beat makers in Toronto, um, and that was like in August of, of last year. Okay. Um, didn't have the result that I wanted, but I probably would say that was probably the, one of the best experiences that I've ever had. Just in terms of just not only just getting out the country, but you know, just meeting different various producers, some even half my age, and you know, just uh, you know, just to, to watch them, to see them, and, and to, to see what they do, and to kind of you know to bounce I you know different ideas off of each other, and that and it, it was and another thing for me, it was like it was so, it was interesting because like at that point going up to it, I was just like I was really just considering just being done with music because. For me, you know, I was getting, you know, popped up and, and, and praised all my life for, you know, you know, you so cold, you know, you, you know, you're really exceptionally well at production, but like I had like these expectations that I was going to just be so much more and do so much more by, you know, by that point. And when it didn't come to fruition, it, it was just like, I don't know, it just became like a big mental strain. And so, like at that point, I was, you know, I was just thinking to myself, like, do I really want to continue doing this? Um, and that was right before the battle. And when when I eventually did go, and I and you know, and I participated, like a after like all of all of the uh, the events, all of the producers uh, went to the studio, and you know, we were just all in there, just chilling, collabing. And I kind of like awoken that that hunger and that spirit to kind of you know to, to, to keep going. So from that point, I was just like, you know what, I, I I can't stop now. And so from that, I was just creating crazy. So how I found out about fresh produce was actually um, I um, I think I saw a post from Benny D. 
and Benny D, I saw that Benny D had participated in it. And so I kind of just did my research after that. And then, um, you know, I just entered and, you know, I, I went down there. Um, some things happened where, um, yeah, some things happened that, that probably shouldn't have happened. Uh, but they were corrected. And so I, I eventually had came back to St. Louis later on, um, you know, the first of the year for the championship, you know, the championship battle, the one that I won. Um, but yeah, that's kind of just been my, like my whole road as far as like beat battling and, and producer compositions and things of that nature. Okay, okay. Yeah, man, that's, that's a hell of a journey, man. So have you still been uh, doing battles, uh, well after it? like I said, I know you won, uh, let's say the in-person and the online one for, uh, for here at St. Louis Fresh Produce. So have you been doing uh, stuff, uh, after that? Like, have you still been competing or you just been like, well, I'm just going to kind of work and kind of just keep improving my sound. Like, how have you been, how has it been after? Oh, how's it, um, you know, I, I think after that, that's kind of when the whole pandemic thing kind of surfaced. So with that, you know, I, I you get bored. And so you just like, all right, well, I'm going I'm to enter. And so like I, I did, I went ahead and entered and, and won that that week. Um, but since then, it's just like, I, I think the main thing for me is to try to constantly create more. And to, but to also try to utilize social, you know, social media and uh, your social network as well to, to try to, you know, foster whatever type of connections and, and whatnot. Um, a lot of that is just making sure that you have media and you have, uh, you know, you just have, you know, you, you just have stuff that people can hear or see. Um, that's the biggest thing when, when you're in, you know, in the music industry. People want to hear you. People want to see you. So you have to make sure that you have enough of those things where people can get an idea of, you know, who you are as an artist. If that makes sense. So that's kind of just been where my focus has been to try to improve that, improve my social media, um, and just to create more. That's that's really where I've been. That's what's up, man. Hey, ain't shit wrong with that, man. It, I mean, to me, it makes sense to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it makes 100% sense to me, bro. So now, uh, so as of right now, man, like, uh, have you been working on any projects or been working on any people since you've been doing more, since you have been having that kind of exposure? And has it has the exposure helped you a uh, lot as far as uh, just post-beat? Oh, like oh, most certainly. Oh, most certainly. Um, you know, just, just having that media from... Just having the media from you know those those events has really risen my stock, risen my my resume, um, and people you know see me in live action, you know can just you know can see that, and so um, yeah, from that people have you know have reached out. Um, as far as what projects and things that I'm 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 thinking about working on right now. Um, I, I, a lot of my focus right now because the it's really so hard to try to network in person right now um is to work with the people that i do know try to create demos try to create you know different um things so all you have to do is just basically present it to whoever and you know the record can be done right there and then but uh, basically just trying to make my my whole 
marketing approach, um, more efficient. Um, and again, just continue, like I said, continue to uh, solidify the, the networks that I do have. That That's really, um, yeah, that's really where I'm at. No, I hear that, man. That's what's up, bro. I'm glad, you know, that, uh, you know, stuff has definitely been increasing for you. That's a definitely a beautiful thing, bro. Definitely a beautiful thing. Yeah. So, so yeah, man. So, uh, have you been doing, uh, so as far as, uh, like, uh, you know, being in Chicago and the scene there, like, how do you like the scene in Chicago as far as, like, that? Like, how do you like that scene? Okay. So, Chicago has a lot of budding talent, a lot of, it, and, and it's become, um, it's become a hip hop hub. I mean, it's always kind of been a hub, but like now the world is, has turned its eyes to, to Chicago. And so, um, you know, you have, you know, you have the, the, the hip hop artists, then you kind of have the drill artists, then you kind of have the in-between. Um, and so it's really just the, the matter of, you know, finding your way um, into that scene. Um, talent isn't enough, <laughs> obviously, but, um, you know, you, you really have to really dig deep in order to, to infiltrate that market if you're not if you're not a part of it already. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that like, even, I feel like even the West side and the South side are not really united. That, those are where all the black people are in Chicago, West side, um, South side. And I, don't, and I don't really feel like they're united on the front. So you kind of have people, you know, you, you kind of have people all over the place. Um, but yeah, um, I wish it was a lot more like Atlanta where everybody is down to work with everybody and like they show everybody love. It's not like that yet. Uh, I'm, a, I'm hoping that it becomes like that, but you know, you know, you can only work with what you, what you can only work with. So, you know, that's kind of where I'm at as far as um, the scene, networking, um, but yeah, that, that, that's really what it is. Okay, cool, cool, cool. No, no, I mean that's and that's what's up, man. And um, actually, that'll be going to my uh, next follow-up question is, um, what you think about St. Louis when you came down to St. Louis? You know, just rocked with us. So, how'd you feel about the scene down here? I, obviously, I like St. Louis. It um, it felt uh, it felt very like laid back. Um, when I I've been down there twice now, so it it just felt very at home i don't know it, i don't you kind of understand what i'm saying right like it just kind of felt like it kind of felt personable and um yeah i i only have i only have nothing but good things to to, to say about Louis. it's uh, good food good people <laughs> Hell yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Appreciate that, man. You must appreciate it, man. But nah, man, like, cause you no, know, eventually, uh, I would love to go. Uh, well, we would love to go to Chicago for fresh produce and do some stuff there. You know, one day, cause you know, yeah. of course, it's just more reconnaissance got to be done. Yeah. How it is, 
field and stuff like that. But since we got a lot of people that came from Chicago, whether it was born and raised or they just moved there like yourself, you know, that's been doing great in fresh produce. You know, you know, definitely we want to try to, you know, do some more networking. Expand the market. Nah, yeah, expand that. the market, you know, just try to, you know, connect with y'all. Because I, I, I definitely know quite a few people and they, y'all got some heat up there. Y'all, y'all definitely do, like some real shit. Like, so, you know, yeah. definitely want to try to, you know, try to bridge the gap, uh, try to bridge that gap more between St. Louis and Chicago. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, man. So now, since now, let's take it back. So now, I'm going to ask you now, like with okay. Cleveland. Now, so since okay. you're originally from Cleveland, so okay. I, I know Ohio has a music scene, but I'm not too familiar with it. And so, how is it there? Or was you ever kind of really a part of that at one point? Or um, so I mean, other than. You know, other than like the few artists that we that we did have at the time, like you know, you you know, everybody knows Bone Thugs. Um, you know, everybody knows Avant, and you know, we, you know, we just have some a few artists sprinkled here and there, but it's not really, um, it's not really like, like a musical hub like a lot of these other places are. For obvious reasons, it's not a big city. That that's one, but um. As far as like how I see the musical industry in Cleveland, like I feel like there's a lot of talent, but I don't I don't think there's a lot of direction in in the city. Um, and so I, I think a lot of why I, I had to not to say leave, but just like to see greener pastures was because of the fact that like I just didn't see any yeah, I just didn't really see any movement or or, or direction of of what artists really wanted to do. I'm also a different type of producer. I'm not really uh, a, a, a producer that produces what's in and what's out. I just produce what I think sounds good to me, and that might not be what's in. So, um, I think a lot of artists want to do what's in instead of what's you know what's hot i mean or you know just are like what what sounds good um and i mean i I don't i don't blame them for that but at the same time like what about you know creating your own lane um so Again, like I said, I think that's one of the main reasons why I, I wanted to go elsewhere to see, you know, if there was, because the, the, the culture here in, in, in Chicago is different. Um, they, they're very liberal. Uh, for every, you know, for every person you might meet that might be doing, you know, the same thing, there might be a, a person that, that's doing something completely, totally opposite. And, that's what I do appreciate about about the city that um, you know you can just find people out there that are, are aren't afraid to experiment. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where the, the, the industry in Cleveland is. I just feel like it's a lot of talent, but no direction whatsoever. And I feel like you need that if you're trying to get out of a smaller city like Cleveland. So. 
no, no, that, no, that's that's understandable, man. No, that's that's totally understandable. Yeah, I'm, I'm just was always curious about that scene up there because I never, you know, I never ever been been to Ohio State. Period. So just, mm-hmm. just I was kind of curious. Cause I know about like I said with Bonefellas and the vines, but I just wasn't sure how the scene itself was because you don't you don't really hear too much about it. Like like kind of like you were saying because I'm just kind of curious. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Like, yeah. But uh, now I kind of actually want to take a little bit back since uh to the music part for a second. Um, okay. Since you said this, I know you pretty much came up at grew up as a musician. Uh, mm-hmm. Since I know you grew up as a musician, I know you know theory. Okay. So. Yeah. And one thing is, and one of the things on the show I used to talk about last time, bringing it back up more, is how the importance of music theory, man, especially when you make beats, you know. Because I yeah. feel like, you know, people fors- try to forsake that because they just want to make what sounds good, but not try to understand, you know, the education behind, like, why it should sound good. <laughs> so if you if you could, uh, just, you know, I just wanted you to, you know, talk about the importance of that part, you know, just so people know to start kind of, you know, to start paying attention to that more. Well, e- even with production now, you know, you you, you talk to a lot of pro- producers now, Um and they'll you know they'll create even they'll 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 take a a, a looped melody from from a pack of you know from either on splice or they, they found a, a pack from somewhere you know just put drums on it you, you still need to you still need to know um musical theory even when you're trying to tune a, a 808 um or like I said, or if you're just making your own melodies, you kind of need to know what what keys you're pressing, what chords you're you're, you're pressing um, to go to the next chord. Um, but for I, I think for me, because like I think a lot of my beats are are melodic and and, and some people say like my style's kind of like R and B trap or. Uh, like it's it's hard, but it has the musicality part to it. For me, I listen to like a lot of R and B. I listen to a lot of neo soul. So like that part of like I think that part of me like was always there. And so like I needed to know how to play those things in order to achieve that sound. Um, but also too, uh, and like I said, this is just my personal opinion. Um, I feel like the, the 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 records that do make the most money have those melodic elements in it. Those those pop records, um, and I and I can just give you an example. Um, that no guidance that, that Chris Brown and Drake mm-hmm. has so many melodical elements that you would have not found in any type of you know uh, beat pack or sample pack. That was something that was created from somebody, you know, just thinking about chords to, you know, to synth. And, you know, without that melody, there is no no guidance. There isn't, you know, um, I don't even know what, what the track had placed uh, as far as certification wise, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like it, it's like triple platinum. Mm-hmm. Like that, that record has sold a lot. But, that's why I feel like there's an importance because that 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 stuff still has place in this music today. Like it, it's not going anywhere. So I feel like 
you'd be doing yourself more of a service to get it out the way or just learning just even the basics than to just kind of just be I wouldn't say that you're a lazy producer, but I, I feel like that's just lazy to just not want to learn it. Yeah, you know what, man? And like the people I've talked to just over time, man, uh, they have like, you know, didn't know about theory or anything like that. I'm like, nah, man, you, you need to really know this because it's foundation. I mean, mind you, I mean, anyone can like you know go on learn fruit loose learn how to make a beat and that's it but like i said you know and you know it may sound good but like i said why does it sound good? there's, a, there's yeah. a difference so like if you know why it sounds good then you know that's a whole different understanding of things like if you know how you know how harmony works you know how octaves work you know how to play in certain keys both major and minor if you know how to do you know uh, some you know i mean we can go on for days you know yeah. about how to crescendo, how to decrescendo, knowing your notes, knowing all that shit. So just yeah. as an example, like if you know stuff like that, you know, it's it helps because I mean and, and the reason why I say that is because you know I've heard have heard beats over time, you know, even in first photos and stuff, they were like, ooh, like damn, like I, I knew what they were trying to do. Yeah. Like but I said, I know what they were trying to like, I know what they were trying to do, but it's not translated right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, so now, but, but, but it's, it's something that I think anyone can learn because it's one of those things that you can easily go on YouTube and I swear by YouTube, you know what I'm saying? Like, I said, like, dude, like, if you don't, if you never learned in the professional setting or in the school setting, like, what, you know, like, you know, like we did or had personal teaching or something like that, yeah. this kind of stuff, go on YouTube, it's free. Like, just it's learn the shit. It's funny that you say that because, like, I tell people all the time and in the time that I was trying to learn, um, and the time that I was trying to learn Fruity Loops at at the at the time, there was no YouTube. There was no YouTube. Well, wait, I was like 13, 14. There wasn't no YouTube when I was at YouTube. all. At so all. I had to learn basically by trial and error. These kids don't understand that they have the world at their fingertips. There was no tablet. There was no there was no smartphone yet when 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 I was trying to learn this. So, definitely, you you really have the world at your fingertips. All you gotta do is just search into a search bar, what you want, and you will get it. If you wanna learn how to do this, there's somebody out there that can teach you. I've already thought about teaching people how to do it, so, yeah. That's that's facts all day, man. Like, I'm like I'm an avid, I'm an avid, avid student of YouTube University, man. Yeah. Like you said too, man. Like, you know, like say if you didn't learn like, like say in a school setting, or if you didn't have someone professionally teach you personally, or something like that, man. Yeah, man. Like, you got it easy now. Like for real, for real. Like you know, it's like you you had to go break open books and read about how to learn this shit, you know, and sit you know in front of an instrument, you know, sit in front of an instrument and learn how the instrument works and play practice on the fucker for hours. Or if you sing, you had to sing for hours and. Shit like that, you practice on the same, practicing in the same key, practicing the same, you know, fucking verse, you know, over and over and over. It's like, yo, you know, and now you don't, you still have to do that, but it's so easy now. 
to just learn that information and not have to go as much of the grind as you had to in the past. You know, and so like, so I agree with you, man. It is, it is definitely, you know, a convenience thing. So it's one of those things, like I said, it's more of a service to yourself just to get out the way, learn the shit. It's not going to take you a long time to learn the shit either. That's, I think that's another thing. It doesn't, it's not going to take you long. It's one of those things, it's not going to take you long to learn, but once you learn it, it's going to stick with you. Yeah. So, it's so I, I really do say foundation reasons do that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, especially when you know you're going to be hearing all this stuff post edit and hearing the music in the background, you're going to hear what he got, you know, hear what he's playing, you know, it's going to prove what we're talking about. So, make sure y'all take that to heart if you haven't already. But, uh, Another thing, man, I just want to bring up is just uh, since, you know, we all make beats and stuff like that, man, um, I'm sure you maybe worked with a few people and um, without naming names, you don't have to say no names. Uh, Have you, as far as like experiences that you found like yourself into like, well, I'm not going to do this shit again. I learned my lesson. Like so, what? So, uh, do you have, so you have any? Do you have any of those stories that you want to share? Just, just so people know, just like yeah, I dealt with this in the past, and I want to let you guys know, don't do this. You know, just, just the do's and don'ts kind of thing. Do you have any of those kind of stories you want to share? Uh, I, I have an instance where of an artist. Um, it was I just felt like it was just one of those things where I, I feel like the, the artist was just kind of like just super wrong and just didn't kind of know um, the ins and outs of just etiquette. Um, and so what I what I would just tell most producers is like know your worth. Uh, you can you can have an industry all by yourself without people needing your beats. Like that's nice. just. If anything, the artist needs you. Facts. Because no, nobody's out here buying acapella albums. <laughs> but, but people will listen to instrumental albums. Like, they do, they're, so, doing it for, they're doing it for centuries. So <laughs> that, that's what you got to really understand. Like, understand your worth. Don't let nobody disrespect you. Uh, but also just be humble. That, that's just the biggest thing. Um, you know, I... Even with all the accolades, I don't feel like I'm, I'm no better than the next producer. There's a million producers out here, so you know, I, I, I don't like I said, I don't really, you know, I don't really feel like I'm anybody, just you know, just just because of the accolades. Um, and so, like, I approach every situation like, uh, you know, like it's like it's a you know, like it's a an opportunity to gain something from it. Um, and so that was, yeah, that would just probably just be my biggest thing is to um, first and foremost, understand your worth, especially to this industry. And then just to just remain humble, just remain humble. And it can, this, this game can be a, a grimy game, but as long as you understand how to navigate it with, with, uh, with poise, you, you can, you know, you can be very successful, so. True. That's, that's hella real, man. And uh, I'm glad you said what you needed to say because, uh, yeah, I think, you know, especially the humility part, man, like just, yeah, I mean, being, I mean, don't get me wrong, I mean, it's, there's a difference between being confident and a difference between being arrogant. And it's a very fine line. 
Mm-hmm. And you can be confident and humble about, you know, you can say, yeah, I know I'm good, but at the same time, I'm not going to be an asshole about it. You know, because you're being humble because you know your you know your capability, but at the same time, you you know, at the same time, you want to be able to work with people. You want to be able to, you know, not come off as an asshole. And that's what some people kind of do sometimes. Because I noticed that, like, especially, like, uh, we'd be, like, in Fresh Produce or just any beat battles. I've, I've just been in just over time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, the ego thing, and that's I, I mentioned that, and you, you heard me mention this. It's just like, you know, if you come into this, you know, scene, there is no ego. Everyone here to do the same shit. You know, it's like yeah. all that, you know, pompous arrogance. We ain't about that. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, 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 and don't get me wrong, in the spirit of competition, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I, I told mm-hmm. you because I, I can be a competitive person as well. You know what I mean? But, but if we are here to do the same thing, you know, that's, you know, it helps keep bridges not being burnt. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, know your worth and be confident in your ability, but also don't come off as an asshole. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but, but you know, you know, it's it, like I said, it's a fine, it's a, it's a balancing act. You know what I'm saying? It, it can be considered a balancing act, but at the same time, you know, it doesn't have to be. It so, doesn't. It really doesn't have to be either. So, you know, but depending on who you're dealing with, you may have to turn on some asshole every now and then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Depending on who you, it's all depends on who you deal with. But you know. But you know, and I think that's something though, you know, producers just gotta, you know, realize in general, like, nah, you gotta be, you know, it's it's always great to work with people, but it's always you know, like you said, know your worth, you know. And if someone don't let no one just try to play you, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. you know, because so, I know even myself, I had to learn control and everything, just like anyone else did. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so it's, it's just one of those things that I hope uh, that I'm glad to see more and more producers starting to do that now because at first they weren't like to be totally honest they they really weren't man like yeah and you know seeing that now especially in the age where in the digital age where we're becoming more prominent like you know for real for real because yeah. it's like because like yeah. you said like niggas listen to beats way more than they really have that's with no vocals Sample or original work. It's, it's just, it's just listen to someone. If you really just wanted to just like monetize, you know, monetize, you know, just everything that you got, you could probably make some serious money if you did it right. And this is without anybody else's help. This is just a few clicks of just setting up a few things on the internet and you can start making some good money. But that was just never the reason why I've never really wanted to go down that road because for me the music just it wasn't about money mm-hmm. it was just about letting the whole world hear what I what I have to you know what I have to create so that that was really just my whole angle for for music but that that and but that whole clip is just for anybody out there who's ever had to deal with somebody who's you know, who's thinking that they're larger than life, and you can just remind them, like, I don't need you. You need me more than I need you. Um, but I, I never come in, into any situation um, saying that or, you know, believing that because, like, I feel like we can all we can all learn from each other. We can all right. um, you know, we can all succeed together. But sometimes you gotta put people in their place, so. It's real. <laughs> no, 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 that's a hundred. No, that's that's facts all day, man. I mean, you have to. I mean, like I said, be humble, work with people, do what you gotta do. You know, try to keep you know keep your business intact. But depending on who you're dealing with, man, 
you got if you got to activate the asshole side, no, you. I mean, got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just that's just real. I mean, for real, for real. I mean, I had to do it. I'm sure you had to do it several times. Yeah. You had to do what you got to do. It's just it is what it is. You know what I mean? And um, but like I said, you you live and you learn. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like anything else, man. Because maybe it's times where you like you didn't need to do that. You're just like, well, shit. Okay, <laughs> like okay, maybe I shouldn't have did that. Maybe I could have chilled out a little bit on that. You know, but like I said, balancing the act, you live and you learn with age and wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. So, uh, but no, nah, man. But no, nah, this this interview been dope, man. On some real shit. It's been a great conversation, man. For real, for real. Oh yeah, I was just hoping uh, like I, you know, I I give some 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 good feedback. I would, you know, yeah. But I appreciate that. Oh yeah, bro. No, no, you good, dude. Like I promise you, you good, bro. Like, as a matter of fact, we're about to uh, actually kind of shut it down in a second, brother. But uh, before we get off, man, you know, like I do with everyone else that's ever been on the show, I want to give you the space and opportunity to like give out any contact information, how people can reach you, or if you got any projects that's already out there you want people to hear, or if you got some music out there you want people to listen to, man, I want to give you this space to you know advertise yourself. So I'm doing like very horribly as far as just like putting um putting material out i know that that's my job as a content creator um you know but a lot of things have just been happening right now um you know throughout the city protesting rioting things of that nature i think more so now i'm trying to use my voice to be uh, an activist right now um and and i've always believed that you know if you do have a platform um try to use it to the best of your ability so i do apologize to anybody who has been following me and wondering why i have not been putting out any type of creative content um yeah it's just been interesting 2020 has been very interesting so i do, yes, I do apologize um but for any of those any any anybody who is listening right now that does not um follow me on social media i am at skateboard prodigy sk number eight B-R-D-P-R-O-D-I-G-E on Instagram. Um, same thing with Twitter. I uh, think you just add the board part, skateboard part of you. Um, I'm, on Sound- I'm on SoundCloud too. Um, material is on the way though. Don't um, I-, I will make sure I will have material out before the end of summer. I- again, I do apologize. Just, just things have just been. I mean, 2020 has just been interesting. I, I, I could really, I really can't stress that enough. But, um, yeah, um, do it. I, and I would give you guys my website, but I just feel like the website is really. I, I want to build it up more, so I'll, uh, I'll wait to give out the, the, the website. But yeah, those are just my, you know, my uh, social media handles, and you can reach me there. I, I'm usually. People can DM me. I'm I'm not those type of people that don't look at DMs. I, I do look at DMs. So if you you know if you got good content and you want to work, just just shoot me a DM and uh, we can go from there. Oh, yeah, man. And uh, and you have any final words, bro, for good people out there that's listening? Uh, just to keep reiterating, like that. This is for anybody. This is this isn't just only for people that create content. This is just for everybody. You know your worth. Um, remain humble and arrest the killers that killed Breonna Taylor. Thanks all day, brother. All day. Hell yeah. 
And thank you, and for real, bro. Like again, man. Thank you so much again for taking the time out this podcast. Truly, oh, do no problem. It, man. Truly do appreciate it, man. And uh, again, everybody, that's been another awesome episode of Food the Bone Podcast. Again, uh, check us out on uh, every Monday morning um, on all forms, um, all podcast platforms like i mentioned earlier with spotify apple google Stitcher, all of that we out there uh catch us on social media at fruit boom pod which is f-y-u-i-t-b-o-o-m-p-o-d and also catch us every other wednesday online on facebook live for fresh produce online beat battles make sure you follow them at fresh produce stl on all uh, social media and we'll holler child later peace peace